This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Today on the newscast, a top U.S. general warns that the Iran ballistic missile threat to Israel is growing. Plus, Russia and Iran getting cozy as they push to complete that dangerous nuclear deal. Get all the breaking details next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. A major story that we've been following here on the newscast over the past few days is how that shadow war between Israel and Iran is increasingly coming out of the shadows Part of our focus has been Iran's ballistic missile program and look no further than over the weekend when, as we reported here, Iran launched at least 12 ballistic missiles from Iranian soil into northern Iraq, very close to the U.S. consulate there. Now we have more information, troubling information, coming from a top U.S. general. General Kenneth McKenzie is the commander of U.S. Central Command, and he submitted written testimony this week to the Senate Armed Services Committee on Capitol Hill that should raise everyone's eyebrows about Iran's growing ballistic missile threat. McKenzie said that the growth and efficiency of Iran's ballistic missile program is, quote, remarkable. And now Iran has over 3,000 ballistic missiles, many of which, in his words, can reach Israel, including Tel Aviv. Now, McKenzie said the missiles can't reach Europe yet, but that Iran is working feverishly to have that capability, including, as we've laid out here in the newscast, on intercontinental ballistic missiles, ICBMs. Folks, they do exactly what their name says. They are designed to travel across continents, across oceans. Those ICBMs are not for Israel, for Europe, for even Saudi Arabia. They are for the United States And you only develop ICBMs for one reason and one reason only, to mount them with a nuclear warhead. Now, McKenzie went on to say that Iraq and Syria will continue to be transit hubs, in his words, for Iranian weapons transiting into the hands of Hezbollah in southern Lebanon. Speaking of ballistic missile folks, uh, in particular, ballistic missiles, I should say, in particular, those precision-guided missiles, PGMs, that Iran is trying to supply to Hezbollah. We've discussed them many times here on the newscast. They are a red line for the Israel Defense Forces, to say the least. McKenzie also expressed serious concerns about Iran's drone program. So he's hitting on all the topics that we've been hitting here on the newscast. It's pretty obvious uh, the threat posed, this hybrid threat, ballistic missiles and drones, Iran is bulking up its arsenal on both fronts. And now the top U.S. general, one of the top U.S. generals, is confirming that. Now, I want to quote directly from McKenzie as well. I think you'll find this very interesting right here. In his written statement, this is from the Jerusalem Post, recounting his testimony, he called Iran's missile force the greatest threat to the region's security and said that Iran has developed an arsenal of nuclear warhead-capable ballistic missiles and has tested these weapons platforms multiple times. Lastly, he told the committee that over the last five to seven years, Iran has invested heavily 
in its ballistic missile program. Now, two takeaways from that statement by McKenzie. Number one, as I mentioned a minute ago, Iran is working on nuclear-capable ballistic missiles. But number two, folks, and did you notice that, the time he laid out? In the past five to seven years, Iran has invested a lot of money heavily into developing that ballistic missile program. What happened about seven years ago, 2015, the Iran nuclear deal was signed. And then magically, just by coincidence, I'm sure, Iran starts to invest heavily in its ballistic missile program after it receives a windfall of billions of dollars in sanctions relief. Then, all of a sudden, Iran just finds this money somewhere to invest heavily in its ballistic missile program. Once again, another signal, another piece of evidence that the Iran nuclear deal, the uh, previous version in 2015 and the one being negotiated today, is an absolute disaster. Iran clearly took the billions, in do- billions of dollars in sanctions relief unilaterally per- provided to it by the West, by the United States, and they used it to build up their ballistic missile program. They used it not to, as, as I've said many times from the newscast, not to uh, build schools and playgrounds and hospitals in Tehran, but to funnel into the hands of the likes of Hamas and Hezbollah to destroy schools and playgrounds and hospitals in Israel and elsewhere around the region. This is very, very obvious. And yet, even in the wake of the ballistic missile attack near the U.S. consulate over the weekend, even in the wake, as we reported here in the newscast last Friday, of the Iranian assassination plot against former Trump administration officials, including former National Security Advisor John Bolton, with all of that, the Biden administration is hell-bent, obsessed even, on reviving that Iran nuclear deal that President Trump very wisely pulled the United States out of in 2018. Hey, quick mention, I mentioned last Friday and yesterday, some of the previous newscast. You can check it out right here in our archives. It's all right there. While you're there, be sure to subscribe and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted every day, Monday through Friday, and sometimes on the weekends, increasingly on the weekends, with this busy and hectic news cycle that we have right now. Now, last word on that uh, Iran nuclear deal, which again is, has been stalled uh, because of Russian concerns. Russia wants to make sure that while it's getting sanctioned over its war in Ukraine, that those sanctions don't affect Russian relations and business with its good friends uh, in Tehran. Now, Sergei Lavrov, the Russian foreign minister, is saying that he's received guarantees from the United States that Russia and Iran, their business interests will not be affected. How nice. By the way, ballistic missiles, and McKenzie, the U.S. general, laid this out. The ballistic missile threat, he called it the greatest threat to the region, Iranian ballistic missiles. And yet, ballistic missiles are not part of the discussion in these Iran nuclear talks that have been going on in Vienna over the past few months. You have to scratch your head and wonder, what exactly is the West getting out of this deal. Not only that, Iran's support for the likes of Hamas, Hezbollah, the Houthis, etc. is also not on the table. Folks, I pose this question to you. If anyone can answer, please write in the comments, what exactly is the United States and the West getting out of the Iran nuclear deal? Other than maybe just kicking the can down the road a few years, hey, they're not going nuclear tomorrow, they're going nuclear in three years, they'll have the bomb instead of in three days. 
Can anyone tell me? I'm really curious to see in what way the United States and the West benefit from the Iran nuclear deal. Nevertheless, they are plowing forward recklessly to make this deal a reality once again. We live in very dangerous times where common sense is not so common. And I know the world's attention, understandably, of course, is fixated on Russia and Ukraine. And we're covering that uh, closely here in the newscast as well. But Iran is taking advantage uh, to accelerate their nefarious plans in the region. And they are about to be gift-wrapped a brand new nuclear deal. It looks that way. And Russia is paramount in that plan and helping to make this thing happen. People like to say that, well, Russia and Iran don't see eye to eye on everything. No one sees eye to eye on everything when it comes to nations. But Russia and Iran see eye to eye on a whole lot of things. And if the Bible is any indication, the book of Ezekiel chapters 38 and 39, there may be an even closer coming together between Russia and Iran in the days to come in the war of Gog and Magog. It doesn't end too well for them. We will discuss more on this Friday's Watchman newscast. We'll get in-depth to that war of Gog and Magog. Stay tuned until tomorrow. Thanks for joining us here in the newscast. God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.